Welcome back. 106.1 ESPN. Matt Joseph's here. A huge game for VCU tonight as Memphis comes to town. The Tigers about two, two and a half point favorite in this one. Total is 144. So an opportunity uh, for the Rams to bounce back after their last game, which was a 63-60 loss to Norfolk State. Uh, Joining us now, part of the Ram radio team, it is Rodney Ashby. Rodney, how's it going? I'm doing good, my man. How are you? Thanks for having me. No problem. Huge home game tonight. Uh, obviously getting Memphis to come to town. Before we get to that one, uh, the unfortunate loss on Friday against Norfolk State. What stuck out to you in that game? Well, you know, I tell you, it was just so it's tough to understand because we played so well down in Orlando, even though the results weren't quite what we were looking for down in Orlando. We did come out of there with one win against you know Penn State, but we played pretty well and the trajectory was heading in the right direction. And it just seems like we took a half a step or a step back against Norfolk State. So it's really tough to understand. But, you know, I think that they it was tough to watch in the film afterwards. I think the team really had a had a, a long film session the next day to kind of look at where, where they went wrong and, you know, ultimately hopefully learn something and come back against, like you said, a very, very tough Memphis Tiger team. What do you think could be done in practice with all the turnovers? VCU's 351st in offensive turnover percentage. They had a lot of them against Norfolk State, who doesn't exactly have like a tough pressing defense. What can VCU do in practice to kind of cut down the turnovers in game? Yeah, they definitely have to play some more value on the ball. And Coach Odom has been talking about that this week. You know, he's he's disappointed me. Basically, Norfolk State had seven more shots than VCU did, and that makes a difference when it comes down to the stretch and just losing by three. You think if you could have saved a couple of those balls that you let loose, um, you know, it could have been a tighter game or even come out with a win, even the way we played. So, I mean, ultimately, you've got to place some more value on the ball. Make sure that you're getting people with the ball in the right places and, um, you know, so that they can be successful. You don't want putting people where they have to extend their skill set every single time down the court. And I know that Coach Odom and his staff are working to do that. Obviously, there's not a ton of size on this team, but some of it has kind of been a little bit disappointing. Kwaney Kwaney with only seven minutes last game. Roosevelt Wheeler, who I think we were all excited about because he was coming home. He only plays four minutes. What would you like to see the, the big guys on this team do a little bit better? You know, I think that, you know, part of that is, you know, Toby Lawall and and um, Christian Furman have been playing well, and they've kind of taken up those minutes. And um, Ro, Roosevelt and then... Um, Kwani Kwani of trying to fight to get those minutes back. You know, I think Kwani Kwani got thrown into the lineup a little bit more because of the Barristow injury. So, and asked to do some things that he probably wouldn't have had to do had Barristow been in there. He'd have been probably playing similar minutes, but a different type of role. And, you know, look, I think Kwani Kwani is a, you know, he, he's he's got a lot of games underneath his belt. He's a guy that just needs to see the ball go in, and I think he's going to have some success here. But he's definitely struggled so far. But, you know, look, he in that typical mentality you're either hot or you're due and I think he's due to have a good game here shortly. Is there a little bit less pressure for the Rams because we kind of know that the at-large bid is out the window now and they could just kind of play basketball and get ready for A-10 play? No, no. I think it's too early to talk about that to be honest. I think that um, this this team's probably not thinking that way. I don't think they've thrown in the towel on the at-large bid. I think they know they've dug themselves a, dug themselves a hole, um, hoping the league can continue to pick them up and do do fairly well coming down the stretch in the next couple of weeks before league play starts. But I don't think these guys are um, are, are going to throw that throw that out yet. They're, I don't think that's even been discussed. How much uh, does it help to have the seniors in the backcourt back court and Max and, and Zeb? You know, I think it makes a difference. But, you know, ultimately it's, that's got to turn into production, right? You talk about the turnovers and 
um, it, it hasn't come a lot from those positions. It, look, if you take a look at the turnovers in the last game, everybody had them. Everybody got in on that act. So I did, do think it helps calm, um, calm the court down a little bit when you've got those two guys. But, again, they haven't played together. You know, and it's, you're putting together all these new players and learning a brand-new system, new coaching staff. You know, what this team's being asked to do is difficult. You're seeing it all through college basketball teams struggling every single night. I mean, you saw UNC Wilmington go down there and beat Kentucky. You saw um, Xavier got upset last night. Every single night it seems like there's some upsets or teams beating teams that they shouldn't. And a lot of that's because of the COVID year. You've got guys playing, you know, over 100 college basketball games now is, is, is nothing new. And they got a lot of experience on the court and some of these non-brand-name brand type teams, and they're coming out and they're winning. And, you know, VCU's got to come out and start to produce some of those as well. What do you think about this offense being, I mean, 46% of their shots have come from three-point land. Do you think that's a little bit too much? Obviously, it's part of Ryan Odom's system, but would you like them to maybe not settle for as many threes and try and get inside a little bit more? Well, I think it's when you shoot the team, when you shoot the threes, right? I think what Coach Odom and his staff want to do is that we're okay if you shoot the three, but let's try to get one more pass, one more dribble penetration to get the defense off kilter, one more um, you know, paint touch before you start shooting the threes. I think some of those threes that we've gotten, we can get at any time in the shot clock, and they'd like for the, if you're going to shoot those threes, shoot them later in the shot clock to see if we can get a better shot first. So Memphis comes to town. They're five and two. I'm not quite sure who your sponsor is for the scouting report, but uh, how about a little scouting report for the Tigers tonight? Well, look, they come in and they they play very well. They've got wins over Missouri. Um, they've got win over uh, number twenty Arkansas. They've got some nice solid wins. Now they've lost their last two in the row. They lost their um, the final game down in the Bahamas against Villanova, and then a game very similar to our Iowa State game against Ole Miss where they were leading most of the time and then wasn't able to finish it up. So they're coming in on two losses. We're coming in on a loss. Both teams are going to be hungry to try to get back on the win column. Um, they do have one of their bigs out. You heard it here first. Jordan Brown didn't travel with the team. He's a 6'11", 225-pound um, guy. And they've got lots of size, so one less one that, you know, always, always helps us out. So um, I think that's going to be big. But – you know, they've got some very talented players. They've got a kid, um, you know, David Jones is a transfer from St. John's, averaging about 18 points, almost 19 points a game. And he can really go score in a lot of different ways. And, look, they have some rim protectors too, Matt. So we're going to have to get into the get into the paint, make sure we're, uh, you know, pump faking and not letting their block shots create transition baskets for us. What do you uh, think of Penny so far? Penny's been at Memphis for six years. Obviously, they've only made the tournament two of those years. Um, what do you think of Penny's done so far with this team? You know, made the tournament last year, so hopefully he's heading in the right direction. You know, he came out. He was one of the top AAU coaches in the country, has those relationships. Obviously, you know, when you're trying to get into living rooms and you got your own Nike shoe, that never hurts, right? Um, so I think that, you know, I think he's a good representation for the university it's not as easy as you know, as you think getting to the tournament, especially in that league. And I think he saw you know Houston leaving the league this year. You take a look at their schedule, Matt. I mean, they are going to the gauntlet. They leave here and they still got to play Clemson, UVA, Texas A and M. I mean, they've got a heck of a schedule. So he's trying to. He thinks this is a team that can make the tournament again. He just needed to schedule to do that, and he put it together for him. I, I I like him. I think he's good for college basketball. 
um, I'd like to see him have some success, just not tonight. So one of the things I've kind of noticed here with regards to Memphis, and I've always been interested to know what you think of this, he is at, he never lets his players play in the first half when they get that second foul. How would you be if you were the head coach when and one of your players gets a second foul? Are you automatically pulling them, or are you a guy who's going to kind of see how the game's going a little bit? No, I'm a player-specific. I mean, does how mature is that player? Um, do I feel like that those fouls were ones that they earned or ones that they've um, kind of got the wrong place, wrong time type situation. So I'm a player by player type situation, but I'm not a um, solid rule. Get two players, get two fouls, and sit them out the rest of the thing. You can't take them with you, and um, you know it depends on the flow of the game and stuff too. But if I'm leading, sure, put them on the bench, and let somebody else get some minutes. But if I'm not, in a, or if it's back and forth, I want my best players in the court, and um, I'm hope they have the maturity to not pick up that third foul in the first half. What does it mean to this team that the game, uh, this game tonight is at home? Obviously, they played last year at Memphis, and it's a home-and-home home series. What do you think it means that tonight's game's at the Seagull Center? Well, I mean, it means a lot to the, the community. I think people don't understand how hard it is to get a team like Memphis to come into town. And the fact that they were willing to do it in a home-and-home home type situation is, is uh, commendable to, you know, to, to Penny and, and the type of program he, he's running right here. And Again, you take a look at his schedule, it's a gauntlet. So... Um, I think it's really big for the community. Hey, there's still some tickets left. Love for people to come out and support the Rams tonight. It's going to be a fun, fun game to watch. It's going to be up and down. It's going to be some some points. The scoreboard operator is going to be busy tonight. And by the way, I have to ask, because obviously when when you guys created your NIL collective, you came on and talked about it. How has that kind of been? It's been, what, six, seven, eight months so far? Yeah, it's a constant change, and um, you know we're still doing well. We've been able to give out well over, I'd say, $150,000 to student-athletes across all programs. Um, it's been it's been exciting. It's been a learning experience for us. And as you know, every day more legislation comes out around it. And so we're we're kind of learning, playing the game along. But if anybody wants to, um, you know, get involved, they can come to havocunltd.com and um, send us a note. And love to get you involved in the collective. Seven o'clock tonight, VCU and Memphis. Rodney, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, man. I appreciate the invite. Take care.